It's a beautiful day in the neighbor. It's the beautiful day in the neighbor. It's a beautiful day in the neighbor. Hoods. Good morning on this beautiful Sunday. Of course, always to God be the glory. Um, and always asking to forgive me of my sins and to forgive everybody of theirs. Life has a way of what I like to call autocorrect. And what I mean by that is a lot of times life will will either correct or overcorrect the situation that we may find ourselves in. And what I'm seeing now is, is that a lot of correction is being made within, of course, the black community. And one of the things which we have a habit of doing is anointing people. And what I mean by that is, as black people, we look for people to lead us. And I know some people be like, what's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. But we never vet people before we give them the opportunity to lead us. In other words, we never look at them and see what their true nature really is. And I know a lot of people like, well, are you sure about that? And I'm like, well, in a lot of cases... Yes. And the cases being that as long as they speak proper, speak enough, they they look like they got everything together. We don't question them. And the key word is look. But what we are seeing is, is that a lot of our so-called black leaders are flawed individuals. There's nothing wrong with that. The problem is, is not that they're flawed. The problem is, is that they're liars and hypocrites and they abuse what they do for us. And I always have to give a shout out to people that I have, you know, listened to and everything and doing research and stuff. So Tommy Sotomayor, I have to always give him shout outs, even though I don't always agree with him. And I, I, I'm not going to say I take issues with it, but I'm learning that some, there's always two sides to a story, but he has always held people accountable. And I agree on that. <laughs> and shout out to Alba and Preach and, and Tasha K to a certain extent. We have a community of people who have anointed people that they never vetted. So Tariq Nasheed is asking for money for a DVD that he has already put out. I would not have a problem with it if you have not shown me that you have money. So my issue is, is that here it is, just like with Dr. Umar Johnson, y'all have pretty much used the African-American community to get so-called money from us. And then you throw it up in our face. And then you come back and ask for us for help. We don't need his museum. Black people, we don't need his museum. We have a national museum in Washington, D.C., that was asking, here's the thing, and a lot of people don't know this because you wasn't in, in the conversation. The African, I remember when it was being built. And I communicated with them, and they were soliciting communities around the country to send them African-American artifacts. In other words, they're saying, hey, we could put your stuff in our museum also. That is a fact. There are people who have done these things on their own. 
the Burnett Eaton um, Foundation Museum in Wilmington. They they consistently been renovating the house, putting in the um, information and, and, and doing summer programs with the kids. Even here in Charleston, they're building an African-American museum in the downtown area right next to the aquarium. So why is it Tariq Nasheed saying, oh, my little history I have is, is so important that I want y'all to give me money to fund it when there are government grants to do that? See, what he's doing is he's applying for those government grants and taking your money and using your money to live. And I know a lot of y'all don't want to hear that, but that's the truth. See, him and Dr. Umar Johnson and a couple other black people who get to that level where we have anointed them as our leaders, they get the money. They sit at the table with the white people that they tell you are bad, and they sit there and take the checks because it's government funding. The government gives out this money all the time. You don't believe me? Ask them to show you the books. Ask, you, ask them to show you how much the government has invested in them because it's nonprofit. And as long as you file a nonprofit under a certain and I'm not going to say it because I want you, like they always say, do your own research, but you hear it a lot. So if it's nonprofit, just like the churches, you're getting a percentage. You're getting money from the government. Not only are you getting money from the government, you're pretty much almost tax exempt in, in a lot of cases. So why are you asking us for money, for donations to fund your lifestyle? And as black people, we'll throw money at them. That's what Black Lives Matter did. <laughs> they stood up. They said, we're all for black people. Don't give us money. Look at Sean King. Sean King, what has he really done for us? What has Black Lives Matter really done for us? And nobody can answer that. They protested. No laws got changed. They want to defund the police. But they're not living in your neighborhoods. The ones who are up there moved. Next to the people that they told you was against them, white people who was giving them grants. So once you become a nonprofit organization, you could get grants. And stuff. even if you're not a nonprofit, you could get grants and stuff because as long as you make it look like you're doing something to uplift something, they the government has funding available for you. These are facts. I'm not lying. I remember a guy on an infomercial that used to wear a suit with a lot of question marks on it. And he used to say, hey, they buy this book and you'd be surprised all the government grants you could get, all the free money out there. That book was in the library. <laughs> so people were buying that book when you could have just, you know, checked that book out of the library. I, and I actually checked that book out in the library. And it, you could have the government pay your rent. But that's not the point. The point is, is that they have consistently used and abused our community and a lot of them lie so much they'll say they're so pro-black and get you to hate white people and they're sleeping with white women and i have no problem with what a person does but what i have a problem with is when you mislead people or they do false teachings like nick cannon where you're not really telling the full story or what you think you're practicing you're supposed to make women your wives and you sit up in here making them your baby mothers and you're trying to throw it under a dollar law. You are wrong. And more importantly, you're misleading the community. Brother Polite, you misled the community. Young Pharaoh, you misled the community. Tyreek Nasheed. Dr. Umar Johnson. The list goes on and on and on of people who have misled the community. 
And Kwame Brown falls into that same category. You're literally lying to people talking about they don't teach coding and trading in schools. Nigga, even in the community in which you claim to be from, which I'm living in right now, Berkeley County, they teach it in the elementary schools. Coding been teaching in elementary school because it's the basic form. See, but when you don't know, this lets me know, number one, you're not in your children's lives. It is what it is like. I know my daughter's curriculum. So I know what's offered to her. I remember back in the fifth grade, I was like, hey, you know what? After school, they're offering this. Why don't you take it? A lot of programs, they offer after school programs. A lot of clubs and stuff. They had a coding club. Trades, man, nigga, you could do trading anytime. That's not that's not a secret. And um, despite what you think, man, we've been trying we trading is, is they don't have to teach that in school. Because you could get it for free. Colleges are, are free right now. And you sitting up in here making it seem like it's a secret. But see, that's the game that they're running on us. And that's why I, I hate to say it. Tommy is right. We're stupid. Because we allow them to run this game on us. As if, oh, I have the secret to the success that the white man don't want to teach you. Where? What is it? Coding and trading. Hey, we need to get our kids into coding and trading. Wait a second. My child been taking that since elementary school. Trades like like what? Cutting hair, CDLs. I mean, welding. I mean, I already know that a welder, depending on what he's welding and who he worked for. I know he can make over a hundred thousand. I know, I know, electrician can make over a hundred thousand. Traveling electrician because I knew them. These are not secrets in the black community. We've been new with trading brick masons. We've been knew that. But see, this is how you know. Number one, he's a liar. But more importantly, this lets you know how bad that it has gotten in the community. That they keep us on hamsters' wheel. They want to keep us fighting the white man. Where, why are we fighting him? When we could overtake him. More importantly, we already have. And I'm not saying that as a bad thing. What I'm saying is, why are we still sitting here listening to these people who can't even follow their own philosophy? Now Kwame Brown talking about victimhood. But you preach that to get your fame. Now you want to come back and say, oh, now you're victimhood. You're going to get the flag. But ain't that what you keep calling people with their white zaddy? See, I, when you sit at the table with them, do you realize the white man is one of the... Between the white man and the Asian community, they'll let you call them anything because they know at the end of the day, you still got to sit down there with them. And the sad part about it is one thing we haven't learned is that you think that they don't they they don't have a problem with what you call them. They only have a problem with when you can't pay them. So why you think they're not these these so-called leaders are not sitting at the table with the same white people that they talk about? That's a fact. A lot of these community groups that sit up here and, and, and be like, oh, black this, black that. Do you realize that when they go get that government funding, you know, it's a white man signing that check or a white woman. A lot of these so-called black organizations have what they call reverse affirmative action where they have on their board. They have white women. Sound like the NAACP, don't it? So my thing is, is that. Why aren't we vetting these people? You know, now we got Brother Polite who may be in a situation that's 
very compromising. And one thing I would say is, is this, if it's true, the sad part about it is, is that nobody paid attention because he was given those signs. If it's true. And they got deep from understanding this DNA evidence. But I always say if because we never know what goes on. But I know he's the adult. So anything that looked like it, you should never be in the room, hotel room. Prime example. And I, and I say this. So me and my daughter went to Columbia. It was me, my daughter, and Monica. We, we went to um, Columbia. And Monica ended up, you know, staying at her aunt's house to help them out that night. And I had a got me in my um, Nani hotel room. And when I requested the hotel room and everything, I said two beds. Cool. We get there and it's one bed. I went downstairs quickly and I said, yo, we don't play. No, I'm like, uh-uh. I said, I need two beds. I said, I requested two beds. It's like, oh, I don't know if we have it. I said, well, then I'm going to leave because I, I'm not, we're not sharing the bed. She's too old for us to be sharing a bed. I don't even, I'm at the point now where I will give her her own hotel room because she's getting of age. We don't need to be in those areas like that. So they got us two beds and, you know, we're good. But see, that's that's the thing. When you a man, and I say a man because you don't want to never put anybody in a compromising situation. So I have no sympathy for Brother Polite. I have no sympathy for Dr. Umar Johnson or people who give him money or Tariq Nasheed money because you're giving money. Black Lives Matter, you're giving them money and they have not done nothing for your community. And you're giving Kwame Brown money and he's a millionaire. He made $66 million and you're giving him money for a shoe drive. You're giving him money for his so-called thing. But more importantly, and this is where I say we are stupid as African-Americans. How can you say you live on a farm? You have farmland, but you have not shown anything you grew. I don't even live on a farmland. And you could go through my social media and see that I grew roses, that I've been out there trying to beautify my my, my little piece of my corner lot, which, by the way, he made fun of. Talking about, oh, you just got a little piece. I love my corner a lot. And as a black man in America where I know opportunities are scarce, to have my house in a corner lot means more to me than anything. I didn't get $66 million. I wasn't six foot ten, But I made the best of my my situation. So, you know, he now he want to talk reckless to you because you've given him the ability to do that because he thinks you're not going to leave. That's the other thing as black, <laughs> these black leaders, you know, young Pharaoh came out and now he with a white woman. And nobody sees a problem with that. You were so pro black that you, you love black women, but now you with a white woman because a situation happened with your, the mother of your children. But we don't vet these people. We just think, oh, because they speak right, oh, they're for the community. If you're for the community, you're for the community and your work will speak. Not your words, your work. Words and work get confused so much. Your words and work get confused. Your work should be doing the speaking, not your words. And that's where I have an issue at. That's the problem. And that's what I see in our community so much is that we're so quick to 
announce these people. Oh, you anointed to be my leader. You anointed to be the leader of the black people. Then we find out later that they're criminals. We find out later that they're sexual predators. We find out later that they're having sex with multiple white women, which I have no problem with. But you, but they've been telling you that they love black women, but behind closed doors, it's everything but a black woman. Oh, they're sitting up there one minute. They're telling you, oh, I'm for the community. And they're trying to teach you coding and trading as if you don't have it. Boys and girls, as black people, this is the scam. And the white man loves it. You know why? Because it keeps us in property. That's the thing I'm learning. Ten years ago, I would be riding hard with all these people. Fast forward it. Now I realize that these people are part of this problem. And it's the matrix. Neo wasn't the one. He was part of the problem. The biggest part of the matrix that I don't think people realize is that there was always the one. Neo wasn't just, you know, a glitch. He was a created glitch to keep it cycle because if they keep they wanted to do that because it made it made people feel like oh, there's hope. And that's what they doing. So they create they help create these black leaders to keep us lost. We shouldn't be sitting here talking about coding and training. That's 2005. College been free for almost two years now. Actually, depending on where you're at, college been free for a long, lot longer. But since the pandemic, everybody should at least have a two year degree. I got two of them. Working on my bachelor's. Got a couple of certifications. But why he's not giving that information out? Because if I give you the real information, then you will find the answer. If I tell you that you could go to your local community college or technical college for free. If I could tell you that they've been doing summer programs where your kids could pay maybe $125. And for the summer between 8 to 12, they could be learning coding Gardening and a whole bunch of other stuff. If I tell you that. Then I'm going to lose because you're going to gain. If I give you anything that really gives you knowledge, you will. Start to question who I am. And if you don't believe me, think about the African-American church. They see a decline in the African-American church. Why? Because people got knowledge. Once I gain the knowledge, just understand that you're not preaching the true nature of the Bible. You're preaching the part of the Bible to keep me giving you money, but you're not teaching me to be to have prosperity. You're not teaching me that the true nature of God is within us. Now I have to question you. Now I'm questioning where you're doing with my money. Where you what, what you're doing with this money? You get you your five hundred one c or whatever you classify as, but you're tax free. What are you doing with our money? Now, all of a sudden, I'm questioning you because you, your beautiful building is in the middle of the worst neighborhoods. You're riding around this, that, and third. So once you start questioning, think about it like this. Every black leader that we have questioned, except for Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, and a lot of other ones in the past, have benefited from black people. They became millionaires off your struggle.
and have not given back to you. That's where I'm hanging my hat at. Be blessed.